This is Evermore Poe, the turbulent youth of Edgar Allan Poe. Epilogue or alternate ending. Nightfall had come by the time Eddie opened his eyes, an ethereal cobalt blanket pierced by a million stars. A cool breeze snapped at his face. He wasn't sure how long he had been there. Picking himself up, Eddie slowly began to walk back towards downtown Richmond. He meandered between headstones old and new as he left the now darkened graveyard. Despite his efforts, the cemetery gate clanked to a close. Voices carried in the wind from the city below. Eddie took his time to walk home. He was already late, but since his birthday, he had been given more autonomy than ever before. Plus, Pa was never home. He intentionally walked through the most dubious part of Shaco Bottom, daring fate to make things worse than they already were. He just didn't care. He came upon the body house Ebenezer had once showed him and decided to see it once again, this time with sober eyes. Leaning against a brick wall across the street, he watched as the female form pulled back the curtain in a second-story window. Even from this distance, Eddie could make out her features in the crimson light. She was young, about his age. A flaxen wig and heavy rouge were dramatic against her barren-shouldered corset. In another part of town, she might be taken for a debutante dressing up. Still further down the lane, perhaps an actress just after the curtain call. But this wasn't uptown. It wasn't downtown. It was the bottom. Eddie recognized in the girl everything the snobs on the hill would disapprove of, everything polite society abhorred. To Eddie, she was exquisite, so beautiful it seemed, she could almost play the part of his dearly departed. As the girl surveyed the street, looking for her next partner, Eddie pondered his fate, Jane's, and now the girl in the window. How had he gotten to this point, and how had she? Life was certainly strange, he thought. Then, Eddie and the girl caught eyes. He looked away shyly, plunging his hands deep into his pockets out of sheer embarrassment. When he finally found the nerve to look back up, she was still staring at him, brazenly so, a coquettish smile upon her face. Instinctively, Eddie gripped a foreign object lying at the bottom of his pocket. He pulled it out to inspect whatever it might possibly be. A devilish grin crept across his face as he stared down at the lucky gold coin John Allen had given to him. With a flip and a catch, Eddie placed the coin back into his pocket and began to slowly make his way towards the girl. Thank you so much for listening to Evermore Poe, the turbulent youth of Edgar Allan Poe. My name is Chris Kosnach, and I wrote, created, and produced, and digitally edited this audiobook, which has been free from the beginning. Almost everything that happened in this story comes from fact. We still have a tease for what's coming up in Season 2 that, again, truly happened in Edgar Allan Poe's untold teen years. Trust me. It's fascinating. Thank you so much for listening. If you would kindly consider rating and reviewing this podcast, and a subscription would be nice too. We would be grateful evermore. See what we did right there? Until next time, I'm Chris Kosach. Thank you so much for listening.